Yo, yo, yo. What's going down? What's going down, man? We're back for the, the, the fifth episode. Fifth? fifth episode, man. I'm G. I'm your co-host, G, man. man what's going on, everybody? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Smoke Dog, up in here. We got a very special guest today for y'all on the Rich Dream Show. Big Super. Yeah, my dog. Yes, sir. My dog. My dog. <laughs> Let's going down. Today, man. Yeah. Rapper change, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody. 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 How you been, man? How you been? I ain't seen you in a minute. What's going on with you? I've been laying low, man. Just, you know, recording mode. I'm in album mode right now. Uh, I okay. know I just came off a project that I released last year. Getting started early on the one for this year. You know, just... Keep it going. Keep the wheel. I can't slow down. I got to keep the speed. Hell yeah, man. 70 and above. Okay. Yeah, nah, man. You know, we, we man, we was just jamming. You know, pre-production, we yeah. was just jamming. Uh, what is the, the uh, This Time I Mean Business uh, album, man. Yeah, bro. It's, hey, you know, I've been on you since Problem Child, bro. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got you got a couple bangers on there. I'm seeing already. If you don't mind, can I can I give them a little snippet? Little, little... Man, give them a snippet. Yeah, man. go ahead, man. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Hold on, man. Hold on. We see when niggas get to talk about my bitch. That's when I have to. That's when I have to go <laughs> in. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, 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 hey, boy. So I gotta, gotta, gotta calm down a little bit, buddy. <laughs> right, right, right. Man, question, bro. I, I, I just, uh, that's, I, I just really be talking right. shit, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't into that. Nah, okay, man, okay. You got, you got to talk. You got to let right, right, right. Just keep hating. You know, got you, to man. try, try. <laughs> so look, man. Yeah. You know, I've been begging you to come on the show. The last, I've been DMing you every day. You know, trying to get yeah. in contact with you. I know YouTube didn't got big for Lil G, man. You know what I'm saying? But now, man, like I said, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for coming on, bro. You're our first guest. Uh man, you've been a silent one since I met you, bro. Um, but let's let's get let's get right into it, man. Um, you so you gold record back in the back in 0809, gold record. If you didn't know, Holly Berry, he mm -hmm. made this shit. Just went go. So what? Oh, just man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just went go. Yeah. Tell him, man. Pop yeah. shit, man. Pop it. <laughs> you know. So, so what? So what? What made you wanna wanna rap, or as a career, or what inspired you to rap, bro? Like, what take me back to when you was a young one? You know, and you just speeding, maybe writing a couple bars. What inspired you to do it? Uh, uh inspiration came from from uh, family members, like uh, just being interested in the shit. They being, you know, I was 10 years old when I started, so I was niggas interested in this shit. Today is how I was at 10. You know, I was really trying to get signed. I really didn't know the ropes and how the shit worked until I actually saw and did my a lot of kids stars was coming out 
So I wanted to be a kid, kid star. I ain't gonna lie. That shit, but you know, it didn't happen until later, but you know, it was all God's timing. But sure. man, that shit was me, bro. I wanted to do that shit since day, day one. I'd be looking at my kids like my daughter, 11 years old, how early, like my son, nine, nine he rapping. Big ball. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, dang, that's, that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? That's where I was at. You know, it's just, it was just in me, bro. And, and of course, my, my brother, he was rapping. He, he kind of put the battery in my back and I okay. took off with it. Okay. I like the way you said that too, man. God's timing, bro. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you wanted it as a childhood, but I think it came, your, your first success came when you was in college. You um, yeah. went to PV, huh? Yes, sir. you, man. You should have went to Grambling or something. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna be you, man. You try to start some shit. I'm gonna tell you how different life has been for me. I didn't know nothing about Grandma was a college until I got to PV and learned the lifestyle and learned the history and. Then I was like, oh, okay, learn the rivalries, learn. It really, right. I didn't know about Gremlin. And then I found out more about Gremlin when I got there. And then I was like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> this is like a whole nother PV. In right. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, that was, was crazy experience. So check it out. Me and him, we went to PWIs. Yeah. He graduated, I didn't, but that's besides the point. So, but check it out. I, I, I always hear like from people that went to uh, HBCUs, they, they're just like, man, it's a whole different experience. It's way more lit at an HBCU. Um, how was your experience, man? Like I say, we never we never uh, attended an HBCU. How was your experience at the HBCU at Prairie View? It's like, it was like a family. It was like a family. Like you get to go to school with your imagine you and your cousin. Cousins and you know, your auntie and your entire family is at one school and okay. just living and partying, uh, <laughs> um, just you know, learning. It was just like doing it with your family member, and even to this day, you know, we all see each other out, each other's names, but we know faces and we like, that's my brother, right. or that's my sister. Let's go. That's dope. You know, we'll, dope. we'll walk up to people. Can you go to PV? Yeah, I remember seeing you. Yeah, yeah. We came in. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Don't even know each other's names. Never. Just remember the face. But you, you were part of that community, man. Yeah. And that's the community. Yeah. Really yeah. Seen, like, you get yeah. to yeah. tight yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like a small community of people. We And to this day, just how to wear that freshman year, to this day, I still talk to every last one of the people that I know. Facebook, Instagram, you know, we interact, party, everything. That's dope, bro. Shout out, bro. Shout out to Super for being a rapper that went to college. Ain't start off on no street shit. Right, right. You don't have to be in You don't have to always get it off the block every time. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Hell yeah. Telling niggas, bro, like, I'm, I hang around. I'm so far away from the street, nigga, man. It ain't even. 
yeah. <laughs> because the street niggas I always was good at music. So when I, even when I, I wanted to be a street nigga, always the nigga like, nah, nigga, you can't nah. go. Right. You know, you go to the studio right. or something. Nigga. <laughs> right. Right. You got some people that make it do that though. They know <laughs> that there's a better way. Legit, bro, when I see them niggas, I be like, they was the ones legit telling me, nah, you, you the one that's going to be our, our famous nigga. And because uh, I was that deep into the music, and, right. and that shit just ended up happening. And see me, it's all love, but yeah, nah, I never, I never got to go to do that. Be your authentic self. Yeah, they never invited me to do bad shit. <laughs> so check it out. You, you, you said you started rapping at thirteen, right? Thirteen is ten. Ten. Okay. Start making beats at 13. Yeah, for those who don't know, he's a producer as well as a rapper. So holler at this nigga yeah. for your beat. At official super. Holler at him. The, the, it's right there on the on your left hand side. <laughs> but now, so when you get into college, you already full-fledged, bought in, sold on this rap <laughs> shit. I'm gonna make it off this rap shit. But you're in school. Right. So how did that work? How did that how did that work? Well, it was like bro that's that was the beauty of going to pv because it was a, a lot of motherfuckers who was like like me niggas was Duro, and uh he mm. was like the hottest nigga on campus at the time to dig deep a little bit my my style of making music was so far from my, was popular which was the dallas music scene mm -hmm. i wasn't even making music like pv and i heard what they was dancing to what they was partying into and beat me at that i was able to make shit that matched the groove and the, the swag so easily like i had been doing it for years so when i actually when i actually dallas music and those dallas boogie type beats like it was when i had them down my beat making i was making like new york shit atlanta shit you know doing all that sampling and shit. <laughs> then Dallas music scene was, was popping, so I, I was like, oh, I need to go this way. As Bro. soon as I hopped on the wave, that's when I started fucking with the from PTC. And uh, we was all just getting it, nigga, going to class. And going to class, that's all I, I was doing, bro. I wasn't even really chasing females. If I did some downtime shit, but even in my downtime, nigga, we was making music, right. music a lot. And um, it, it wasn't until later that I ended up making Halle Berry. But that that that, that in that lane where I, where I had no you know idea I was gonna go. That lane. Okay. So I did, and that shit. The rest is history. <laughs> okay. So from there, you in school, you meet the role. So did y'all y'all linked up and made music at some point at PV right before Holly Berry? Yeah. Right? Okay. We met my freshman year, and then that's when I met Q Smith and Norm T. And it was a, I met it, all the niggas, most of the niggas who was popping from Dallas or mm. start getting at them at PV. Hmm. So every group you can think of, unless it's like and. Uh, um, and Fat Pimp, I 
met them just in shout Houston, out Sam Kemp, man. Kid, but shout that's my yeah. birthday just passed. Yeah. Happy birthday, my nigga. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, pimp. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I had just really just niggas because niggas was coming to me for beats. They didn't even really knew I rap. Yeah. Like, like I would mm-hmm. throw a verse on some shit, but they didn't know I was like an artist. You they had you on your Kanye uh, shit, man. And that's why I be like, when I see that Kanye shit, I'm like, yo. And I just be looking at it. It was me. I don't want to yeah. get tested and saying I crashed my Mustang and had my jaw wire shut too. Nah, nah, I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, no, it is. Nah. I, I ended up crashing a car. That was after Halle Berry, though. It was after Halle Berry. Okay, okay, okay. You got, okay, you got okay. a song called Through the Fence? But, uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> See, I, I was on my way to a fucking uh, a photo shoot. Now, nah, nah, back at uh, PV, like, when we had started, you know, it was the beats. I, I had a number of beats. I was giving the road beats. He was rapping on my beats. Everybody mm-hmm. in the room... Cause they heard them, them badass beats I was making, and right. so uh, uh, <clears throat> that at PV they was like, "That's the that's the nigga that be making them beats," mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? So they heard, heard I could rap. Like I said, I the way I, I rap today is the way I was rapping back then. I was, you know, right. Kendrick, Kanye, Drake. You know, right. I was never got around these niggas, these Dallas niggas, and I dumb that. Dumped you down. down. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't on that shit. Like, right. If, if I wanted to get my name out for beats, I had to make the shit that they was on for fucking easy. Like, mm. I was like, that take me 10 minutes to make a beat. Like, like they used to be sitting in my computer, like, nah, nigga, they don't put all that shit in that beat. Well, they just that. I mean, like that. Right. I, I was so into, like, being a, a Swiss beats, you know what right. I'm saying? For real, that I didn't notice. Yeah, and I didn't notice. Well, like, oh, okay, I get it now. And I just y'all like hops on that way. Nigga, bunch of Dallas boogie beats, simple as, as sounds. And uh, unfortunately, that Soldier Boy came out and he was doing the same shit. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was just that's why I said God's fuck. Fucking timing, man. Excuse my language. No doubt. So did you, you so, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Did you did you make the beat to the Halle Berry song? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so what that is, I was like, yeah, tell us the story, man. Tell us the story. Yeah, dude, I was. I had the idea. I was just playing. It was it was a playful idea that you know, and uh, I didn't have the beat yet. I had the hook, and I had, and um, I just made the beat, bro. I, I, I told they say you know you got everybody in the club doing this shit, man. <laughs> everybody in the club, right from the right from the start. That's when you know it's a cold one. When it's bro. when you hear that, infectious. Just I. Got fired from my job. I mm. went home. I made the beat. I, I took the second verse from another song, put that on there. 
I loaded it on the same day through the night. And the next day, like, I don't know. It was it got so many plays on my MySpace page. I had never had, had that many in it. And that's when it just took off from there, bro. I actually took it to a party on a CD DJ named DJ Gotham in Colleen, where I was uh, originally from. DJ you know, and he, he was on the radio station at the time. I didn't even know. The nigga was just at a skating ring. CD, like, hey, this is my new song, you know, and it had all my information on, on there. And, and, you know, I think it, it had, I think it just had my name and the name of the song. Weeks after that, I'm getting blown up. Like, niggas calling my phone, hey, did you make it's like, this sound like you on the radio. And they put the phone up to the radio, and I'm shit, yeah, yes, that's me, nigga, who is the DJ? And he was like, I don't know. See, I'll call you back back. And they was like, it's the DJ named DJ got him. And he was uh he he playing your shit nine or something. And I was like, holy, holy shit. And so the next day, and they played it again. He called me again. He was like, yo, they wow, cut the radio station. Like, where you at? And I was at the PV at the time in my dorm room. I'm getting all the calls. I mean, two other yeah girls are calling me and so, so um that's when I, I reached out I got and pretty much man they broke it in Colleen like it was a it was a big uh radio there and so at the time um we were throwing parties real big parties in the city so we were known for throwing parties I was the DJ and the club in the streets kind of knew about Halle Berry, but they didn't hear it on the radio yet. Mm. So when our next party, we decided to book DeRoe and DJ Niggas to come down. And because we was like, look, we we need to show you that Halle Berry, we need to show you this is the biggest record on the planet. This is yeah. all it's going to be. And they cool. We booked them. We brought them down. So my very first First performance of the song opening. Let me tell you, this is all happening since the time I recorded it in December 07. This is now February. All this is going on. You was on a ride, boy. That's, 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 bad, a month, that's like a month and a half later. Jeez. So, yes, so, Christmas break that year. I was on Christmas break. And so when I went back home and I was just stationed. They would be playing it. So after like a couple of weeks of them playing it every day, even in regular, the song is big in the city now. It's one of the biggest songs ever in the city. And and you can see it on YouTube. My very first performance of Ali Berry is still on YouTube. Shot it actually passed away. Uh, RPB Fish. But he, on there, you can see the role, Merc, all in the background. When the crowd erupted, he said, Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went, and nuts. I that it was going to get a reaction like that. I had no fucking idea. Actually, you can see, I kind of was like, and then I kind of like started cheesing real hard because I was, I didn't yeah. know what the phone was like, like. I knew it was hot. People was talking about it, but I, I didn't know everybody knew. So, um, 
yeah, it shocked me too. And them niggas was shocked too. And so that next, I think, week we got back to PV. That's when uh in the hallway at at the uh basketball the gym, or his people did. They was like, "Hey, DeRoe gonna do his verse tonight. Hey, we finna put that record all the way out." Yeah, we gonna we finna. <laughs> yeah, and from you, that you point, excited about that? Was you like, "Oh man, it's the homie I've been seeing on yeah. TV. He blowing yeah, up." Yeah, because at the time, um, Ingenious, Merck, and DeRoe, all them niggas that was. That was riding them niggas. Um, Norm T. Shout out was um, the, the biggest, one of the biggest labels or groups. And uh, DJ Rogers, who was, you know, on the other side. When he Rogers was trying was to it, sign, was it pre? Was it pre? Uh, ice cream uh, paint job, or was it was it post? Yeah, this is this was like, a year before ice cream paint job. Wow. I'm telling you, because all this shit happened. And so at this point, this it, we into March. All, all this happened from February to March. Three months. So, so the record gets put out, put out me and DeRoe. It gets put on a mixtape. Uh, I ended up, Q Smith came to me and he said, I want uh, um, I want to get. I want to do a business deal with you. I want to put some sounds on the beat for with tag on the beat and say I did the beat, and then you do the song in exchange. Get this record on on the radio. There's a guarantee wow. I'm, I'm gonna get it on. I said, oh, like a young businessman kind of trying to be. I didn't know know the effect, but I just was like. Sounds like even Treggs. I'm really trying to get this record out in Dallas. And then Q Smith had put it on. So after that was done, Q Smith put it on a, a CD tape. We took it to, uh, I think he took it to some where they was passing it out in Dallas. They was coming to it out, him and DeRoe, and it got in the hands of Bebe. Bebe <laughs> is bye really, bye. really the reason. Yeah. I tell him this every day. I said, and a curse because what Bebe did was he just like the nigga just started playing it. Right. It. I mean, like this is a time period. Where well, Bebe was already in Dallas at this time. At a radio was the hottest nigga. Just got to Dallas. He was like two, okay. two three years, and they would let that nigga do anything. Bebe started. Playing it on a major radio station. He was playing okay, what thing about when he excited and he got some energy. Oh, you gonna know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you gonna find out about <laughs> it. Especially shit, back then, the shit, he, the shit he did for that record is unheard of. Like you will never get that, that again. And so started playing that shit. It was over. Like that song took, took off. Like it took all the way off. Right, and let that be a lesson to everybody about turning your L's. Into fucking lessons and motherfucking W's because you said this all spawned off of you getting fired and then yeah. going to the lab. Just going into the uh, I literally Come just on, drove man. home. I, I'm gonna make some beats. Come on, man. That's you how it happened, man. Hey, man. Hey, look, when we in them tightest <laughs> spots, boy, that's how we could. <laughs> hey, man. It's not like I went in 
in and said, I'm going to make a beat to that. I just right. went in and just made cooked. a beat. Right. Yeah. It was like this one of my second or third. Shit. It was Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. So, so the roll so roll on the song first. Yeah, the roll on the song. Bro, first. This point. So, oh yeah, let me give you the timeline. So, right. summertime. Now, now it's okay. May June. By that time, okay. Halle Berry's the hottest record in Texas. Well, yeah, in Texas because Houston got a wind of it because of PV and Rod. Yeah, so Houston was getting wind of it in the club, but not the radio yet. But yeah. Okay. Um, and then, um, what's this? Summer Jam, the little, little Wayne. No, no, no. Is it the Little Wayne one? Is it the Little? Yes, yeah, the Little Wayne Summer Jam. This is the one where Carter Three is. Okay. He's had Wayne, a lot, Wayne, a lot of money and What is the the Louisiana, Louisiana Fest or something like that? Louisiana oh, Fest. The, uh, this is the K104 Summer Jam. And it, they oh, have every right. year. Actually, yeah. I thought it was the Wayne. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So they had, they, I mean, they had um, the Lil Wayne headline and they had Hurricane Chris performing. They had um, Pretty Ricky Era was there. Um, this was a big year. They, they had a couple of niggas there. So we, uh, we was in in Houston, we was just decided in Dallas. Let's just drive up to Dallas. They got the summer jam this weekend. You know, shit. Let's say it. He said it before we left. He's like, we may even get to perform. I said, nah, <laughs> so, so we get there, man. And uh, uh, the Nokia. It was called the Nokia Center back then. I forgot what it's called today. DJ DJ Magic pull up from 979. He's like, you know, show at the time. And he was like, um, he said, what, what y'all doing standing out here, man? Y'all like, well, I mean, we was just, you know, up here. We weren't even really trying to get in or whatnot. We was just, you know, trying to be in the mall. He, right. he went to his car, came back, was like, Y'all wanna perform? I said, What? Yeah. That's like, and at this point, bro, I love no more than about 100, 200 people. Or a college party, maybe. You know, a big college party. That's cool. So we, we get drunk, pull around to the front. We get drunk, roll to the back. And that's when we see all this. This is so ironic. I say this too. The, the very first person I saw was Hurricane Chris. Looked at wow. my man and said, damn, that go hurricane right there. He's like, oh, shit. Any idea we was going to end up doing business with him a year after. Right. So, so we get in, and they got, you know, I'm telling you, like, pretty Ricky walking by us and shit. And oh, know, shit. It was a <laughs> big fucking names, bro. Like, of yeah. course, Slim Thug, all oh, them niggas, you know what I'm saying? Them some big names. Names too, but it was just like, remember, bro. I just I can't remember who I was on there, but I, it was one person that didn't show up. They slide and they literally wrote that this wild guy. He's like, you you want to perform? I'm telling you, got. I'm writing you right here. Okay, you go yeah. on in five minutes. Like we literally, 
Damn. And, just it, was, and it was just so much chaos going on. So yeah. wait, this was back. Uh, this was back like 0809. This is in 08. This is what in, you had on. We had, you fresh? Had, we, yeah. Nope. Nope. Even worse. <laughs> Bro, I had a spirit. I already know. I mixed black tea with the spray paint. It had the spray paint shit on there. And it had the loom hotter than the Sunday after Saturday. <laughs> Not the with the black black shorts, um, looking like a real old, old school Dallas nigga. With the, with right. the I think I, I want to say I had some black <laughs> real black bro. Uh, I had some black not the gang lens. This and I thought I was. Style the home invasions. <laughs> so we walk, we walk through the back, walk through the fucking back. Them niggas, they literally told us within five five minutes that you have five five minutes. To, and my me and my manager was like, hey, "Well, you gotta, you gotta go on stage first or something. Hype them up, hype up the crowd." Because we didn't know what the fuck to expect. They, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like thirty, it's like thirty thousand people out there. Oh my, thirty thousand. Yeah, and this bro. your first time performing a song. First like, time performing a song in oh. Dallas, as far as like a big venue, okay, like actually, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. big, big wow. stage. Yeah, hey, wow. And I'm like, and the song ain't nothing. I said we in May, May and June. The song is, is like six months old, nigga. Six months, months. Damn. six, not 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 six Ooh. years, six yeah. months. I'm having. So in the prepare like myself mentally. You huh? don't have a deal right now, right? I have a deal. The, oh, but wow. it's coming. Let me finish the story because oh. the deal is in the Okay. So so I, I have to prepare my myself mentally for in front of 30 grand 30 grand. Yeah. Go take that shit. Yeah. And to go out there, hype up the crowd a little bit, and by the time time they turned the song on, I was walking on stage, and that's, I forgot that everybody knows about this fucking song. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it, that put the battery in my back, and I just I just went off. I showed my ass on there. So I was just, I had a good show, and everybody was, you know, I don't know if camera phones was out, but they had some. Right. The just, it was phone. just all camera yeah, bunch of cameras right, right here and fans right. and all that looking up. I'm like, oh, hey, it was so ready. much fucking, so much energy, bro. The screaming at you, you like, yeah, it's 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 like no other, bro. It's like it's like, like skydiving. Right. <laughs> this shit is like oh. it's crazy. So so after the after the after the performance, they take us to the VI. Where all the famous people are. I'm walking in and me dressed like I am, me and my manager. And we they all just, you know, looking around and they having a and I'm just like, what the fuck right now? And so so uh 
So um, I forget where this guy came over to us, and he invited me over to talk with Playing Skills. Meet you. Okay. And Playing Skills, they were some producers out of Dallas, and uh, ended up signing with. Okay. We ended up we ended up doing a situation with the whole nother, you know, what I'm saying situation within a situation. That was a crazy, crazy situation, but uh, uh, you know, after that, bro, to the sky. But, but at this moment, we was um, we was just we just had performing everywhere. I think I was doing, I was doing like like two twenty five hundred a show. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, just going to school. I had the hottest record in the in the. In the Nigga, state now in Texas. Wow. Man, I'd have said fuck school. I ain't lying. I'd have said fuck school. Fuck That's all. I was going to play. I was still pulling that shit. I, yeah. I had, I had, I feel like my, it was time to start, start junior year, and that's when I got lazy. I said, man, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. yeah, other than that, yeah, I was still going, bro. I had the energy. So, so did still, did you finish? Huh? Did you did you finish? Did you graduate PV? Nah. Okay. I did Is not. That I that maybe it might be in the cards for you in the future. Oh hell yeah, man! Like, like even though I got a platinum plaque, a lot of niggas would say. And even I even said this on my part of the degree, but like, deep down inside, I really don't. I really still want because I'm I'm a Capricorns. I don't. Like starting some shit and not finishing. Okay. So I just want that shit. Just because I started. Thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just to say, man, I I did that too. So, so but right. you know, another play. Just yeah. to console myself, uh, a platinum now. Nah, <laughs> oh, my goal for sure. Gold plaque is my my goal. So, oh, my goal. My bad. So you signed a production deal or a record deal with playing skills? How how did that work? And it was probably, it could have been a better situation. Okay. Uh, the lower end situations that I could have taken. Um, but you were young, so. Of course. A lot of things, I feel yeah. like that's how it happened to cats. Uh, you said you did have a manager. I did. We, but they, they really. My involved. manager was. But like Damon J. Okay. We was we was teaching each other. We came right. in the right. game together. He knew just as much as I did. More so partners. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was just yeah. We was look at it. We were both artists. He was an artist on the manager side, and I was an artist on the artist side. We um he, he ended up going off to manage a lot of a lot of great acts. He managed uh, Cheddar. Um, he manages little Jeremy today, and and um. Because he did T Wayne, um, okay. So yeah, he's been I know some of real them successful. Here. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. But That's at true. that time, yeah, now nah, we was two ducks. Ducks <laughs> <laughs> lost in the water. We bring huh? <laughs> we can now, laugh about this shit now because we, hey, we came out. Yeah, you shit. came through the fire, man. <laughs> Well, I know you can do about it, man. That's the hit. That's history, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you live and yeah. you learn, bro. Um, so 
back to how does hurricane chris first of all shout out to hurricane man he's from the home state shout out hurricane chris man um, so how does hurricane get on that record i know you say you met him at that that uh that show but how does he actually get yeah. on the record well like i said when i signed with playing skills we was moving around we didn't have the best of the relationship i don't i don't want to we've reconciled our differences since that time uh but um the relationship and um we was just touring and at this time it's about um i think it's now we at july so this is seven or eight months after the song is created at this time charts it's uh um you know it's it's charting like and it's still independent we we haven't signed with playing skills yet but we about to we end up signing with them in a way, way where i wasn't kind of comfortable with mm-hmm. i wasn't i wasn't comfortable with what with how we signed with them but it was coaches and then and um i want to say around move down to october ish November is 08. That's when I'm like, what? <laughs> they hit me and they, we in Houston, up to Dallas. And we just shot up to Dallas. And that's when they told us, man. So basically, you know, Hurricane wants to get on the song. Ooh, let's do it. So at the remix came out. <clears throat> the remix was me. Um, and hurricane okay so you hear you that's the version that came out first this is like like i said october november then going to 09 january around my birthday i get the next call <laughs> like hurricane's looking for a new record and he wants to use this record and i was I immediately said no. I was like, "Hold on!" It was like, "Nah, he want we want we want to take the whole, whole record." Don't do that. If everybody knows his mind, that's right. the very first thing that hit my mind. You know, I was like, I was like ain't, I, "Ain't this song out to the world already?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I just did something again. Y'all don't know me like this. <laughs> but this is this is what people don't understand is at the billboard charts i'm my song the whole world heard this no yo texas louisiana oklahoma uh that that ain't the rest of the world you they just added in so much rotation that that it got yeah florida and i'm gonna gonna tell you something texas tennessee i'm gonna tell you something about north louisiana we ain't really know about uh Holly Berry until Hurricane. Like, I don't think it moved up there yet. See, when you know, yeah. we met, I was surprised when you told me that. I was like, whoa, because we thinking the whole time that's that's hurricanes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'll be saying. It was like, you know, when people tell me that they be like, Man, that song would have been crazy if it's just your record, and I'll just be like, <laughs> Nigga, what? Um, bro. <laughs> Dallas record, like there were a 
lot of great Dallas records. Stanky leg went far. Yeah, Rag Daddy. Wasn't Dougie your guy Stanky. out here? Rag Daddy, that's for a pimp, man. Shout out, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's it, I feel like it just would have been another great Dallas record that went up. Um when Hurricane took over, you know, I, at first like I said, I was like not confused on how they were gonna play that and say his this record. I had never heard of that before work and found like years later and found out that shit happened a lot. Uh, uh hmm. and then yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt like I would have been betrayed. A lot of the people who helped me get going, but with the, the it was a lot of shit going on behind us, you know, with uh with the role in the mix and you know mm. him about you know certain things and we both was feeling some ways about a lot of stuff that we both were and uh you know it was just like I was just felt like man I I just I just felt like I knew they gonna keep me on it take me on tour or keep put me in the video cool, cool right. perfect you know what i'm saying but, uh, um it didn't work out, out like that yeah because when the label got involved it, it, all everything that i thought gonna happen did not happen at all mm. it didn't happen at all and so it was just more so like now i'm in a pickle but right. i'm in a good pickle because you know, like the beginning of '09, we we had like maybe like March, '09. So we getting down there, and, and um, the record comes comes out. Go crazy, go crazy. It go crazy. Trust me, and I know. I fucking, and it was like, like, but it was so much confusion because then nobody tell. Me nobody nothing there was no social media right, there yeah. was no it's so fly that's why i was like y'all got away with murder with that one because today, today social media wouldn't let that nah 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 nah, 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 nah. never never they yeah, caught it right it before social media kind of like yeah a couple yeah. of years early hell yeah yeah they, they would shut that shit down immediately like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, we say that we say that but she Everybody, everybody saying like Fetty Wap made yams, and Masego probably. I'm, I'm sure Masego over here like, what the, what the fuck? I, I had that out in July, man. This is, but this, the difference between that and this, this is, this song was a top ten hit on the charts. True. Yeah, it was already like, yeah. it was charting. As like, there was very few independent records that were charting at that time. They were telling me. Uh, the only down south independent record that was starting, all the other ones came from was coming from Cass and, right. and Atlanta, of course. Mm -hmm. But yeah, from the my region like that, and it was like, uh, I think you had Lil Will, he charted like we were all, all like, but then my shit was like, you know, exceeding as well. like, damn. What's going on with this record? And um, see, because it was so much confusion, they was like, like whoa, whoa, what, what? Wait a minute. Like, what happened? They, nobody was prompted. All the DJs. Man, they were so okay. When I tell you the entire 
in Texas was mad at me. I bet, man. When I when I'm not over, they sent out I bet. pink slips. DJ Cool sent out pink slips telling other DJ more any new music I ever had. Uh, um, I had radio stating the record down, not playing the record, not, not playing the Hurricane Chris version. Or the, oh, okay. So they were they were they were they kind of riding with you on some shit. Well, you said well, they, they didn't want to have anything that wasn't them. Either yeah. version? They, they stopped playing both versions. Yeah, whole wow. industry in my, my region came down on me. And oh, then you, okay, okay. You just imagine about this. It's on the flip side. Everybody else around right. the world. Right. They love it. Oh, shit, new record. Yeah. It would have been bigger had they stayed behind you. It would have been much bigger had they stayed behind you. Yep. But they, unfortunately, they, they didn't know that in the barrel were, mentality. If I can't get out, you can't get out. Nah. But it was also I, I, I defend my I defend them because they prompted they like like just imagine if you was loving a song and you see us by this nowhere where they dropped the videos a whole new campaign a whole, whole new video <laughs> like what the fuck is this right this and it's just like. It, that's like, yo, this is crazy. Like, what did this nigga do? He just sold his soul, and, mm. and that's what's talking crazy. And yeah. and yeah, I got a lot of backlash from that, bro. bro. I, I think personally, that was the uh, I, I call decision. What's that? The decision you remember that shit when he. That was one of those, bro. Yeah, like, because we're in such a way, uh, through, through the through the eyes of, of that situation, it took me years uh, to, to get out of that shit. Like, yeah. I don't. Be, I personally just got out of it. Maybe when like walk out the bank came around. Okay. So, for years, bro, like they wasn't fucking with me at all. And, okay, uh, so, DJs who would, who would hear my side of the story, but yeah. Anyway. So check it out. So you got this big hit on your hand. People around you not supporting you, which that's fucked up. Um, but now you still got a big hit because, like you say, everybody else is fucking with it. So how does yeah. life change? How does life change from having a buzzing record in Texas or in Colleen or Dallas to countrywide? Basically, how does life change for you? This time, uh, despite all of the bullshit that was going okay. on and selling the skills having a falling out during the selling of the record and and the wow. video shoot, we wouldn't. Even, and Chris and Bebe wasn't seeing eye to eye. Bebe didn't like the fact that he. Ball highly buried from me situation. So all of the bullshit and the animosity and the road stuff is crazy. I had like six situations, negative situations that was going on. That I'm, I'm at this point. We get number one on one on six in part. Mm-hmm. We got the hottest. We do the BET awards where we perform mm-hmm. at the BET carpet. That was the year. Uh, uh, <clears throat> 09, it's summer 09 now. We into mm-hmm. July 09. I've seen gas out there, nigga. <laughs> Big ass clubs. 
seen y'all there with that 4XL on, nigga. Hey, look, hey, I, I told him, I said, I said, you but at this time, bro, it's it's a, it's sweet. I'm making like four to forty five hundred a night as a show. Okay. That's really why I was around the year I left school because I was like, nah, I can't do it. Uh, at this point, I had a show every night, and it was still like, like Texas clubs bookers showing me love the promoters and shit. They didn't give a fuck. They was like, nigga, we just want Halle Berry perform. We'll pay. It was still showing love. But I was getting a lot of shows outside of Texas and shit. But it was, I felt like I was now it was time to step into stardom. You right. know, I was I was like, yeah, this is my time now. I can take this shit to the next level. I can do some more. I can drop some more meat. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. But you're not knowing that, and I didn't find this out till later. That it's kind of like. Well, you sold the song. So, if you don't come with Hurricane Chris, you're not you getting booked. Get mm-hmm. And so, it's like, oh, shit. I didn't realize that part. Right. And that's when the shit hit the fan because he was supposed to take me on tour. And the label, that was just word of mouth. That wasn't in the contract. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't live up to it. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that was the initial start of my demise because of the money, the money. And uh, uh, when you're not getting booked, it's, it's not your song. <laughs> you know, you tech, do. Yeah, that's your yeah. shit, bro. Tech, yeah, tech yeah, you know, be okay, but that's that your shit, like, nigga. You created that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, now it's like you know, what, what do at this time? Now I got all that shit going on. So, uh, me and my manager fell out after though. We were still, and then Kirko Bangs came along, and uh, he was opening up for me. And just, just okay. Things change. He was things change, and now I did. Now I wasn't around for. I really didn't want to be around for uh, Rod, and they, they, the clicks was changing. Mm-hmm. Niggas was going, was trying to figure it out. Kirko was the, the new guy now, so we was trying to like him just enough to get, you know, him up on the stage. Mm-hmm. And when he performed, it was like the bitches. He did. He's more of the important one, so let's keep him. Right. And that's what hell we did. We and, and then he took off. But like I said, he had a, a whole different clique. We had our own. This, you know, we. We fuck with each other, but it wasn't, you know. They he blowing up now, so do our own right. thing. So we go off, we do our own thing. Me and my manager, not seeing not eye, my own shows. So uh, I would literally like hit promoters up. up. So this mode, I got a child now. My daughter was born. Okay. At this time, so this is fast. Yeah, this is fast forward. I'm. You know, after now I'm fast forwarding two years, so now 2010 ish, and uh, yeah, man, I just you know I had a little girl, so I, I had to go. I was, I was booking my own show, and that's when I booked my first overseas show. I went 
know to Seoul, South Korea and perform for the Air Force. So okay. cool, man, that was crazy, bro. That was fun. Man. I liked that part where I got stuck in the, in the airport two days. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the Air Force, they booked me and they didn't tell me that the fucking airport was three hours from from where I was staying at. So when it was, <laughs> it was time to leave. I'm thinking, shit, I got 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? I just head up to the airport. I'm on, the, I'm on that bus. I'm on the bus like, damn, we ain't leaving out. Mm. No, sir. I get there. I had to sit through day, the next day, all the way to that evening to leave. Like, evening flight the next day. It was this is the morning we're talking about on a Saturday morning. I couldn't get a, a flight till Sunday evening, bro. I just I recently this past year had an experience where I had to spend the night in the airport because you know I was traveling back in February where they had a lot of winter storms and shit. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different level of uncomfortability, bro. And I'm in a foreign country where there's oh, no yeah. English speaking. What's going on out there? Yeah, and that was another that's just another crazy story but man yeah i have fun though doing everything <laughs> by yeah, myself yeah. bro like okay another country but get out there try to you a little bit of that squid and shit they be eating man <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I don't even remember <laughs> man but uh it was a nice experience i probably had some of the best shows booking them myself because now I'm on the show. I'm doing like, that was my only overseas show, but I, before like other all the other ones, I'm doing it. a lot of people don't know. Those are like the hole in the wall clubs or the small towns that never got. So they, they willing to pay any amount of money for you to come through. And this time, but it was still a hot record. Mm. It was like a recently old hot record. Right. right. So they, that song performed in uh, Magnolia, oh. Arkansas, Paris, Texas, all them little small ass Odessa, Lubbock. So I was, me and my driving into them venues, like club. Uh, uh, we was doing college parties still. Shit, man. And hey. Hey, that, man, that is what it is. Yeah, that's what it. my dude, uh, my dude Jay Check came around mm-hmm. and um he helped my my manager and he came and he you know helped me out and used some shit he knew his way around uh Houston and Dallas he was the one that made the rat daddy dance okay so yeah he he was real known for that on YouTube his videos are still on YouTube and like millions of videos. yeah he's one of the orchestrators of that Dallas the boogie movement too and uh, he was helping me in Houston. And I was staying in Houston. And um, yeah, man, like I was just trying to figure. I was already done. My my buzz was down. Buzz gone. You know, okay. it was it was a it was a fun ride. I right. swear to God, it was. So after so, you know, so after so you got you blew up. You had a hit mm-hmm. song. Hurricane come through, jump on it. 
It's past that, like you said. Just cook it, man. I, I, man, I, I'm still calling that yours, man. That's still your shit. I'm gonna say he jumped on it. You know, shout out to Hurricane, but that's your shit, man. You created it, bro. Shout out to him, man. Um, I fuck with Hurricane. I, I you know, I, well, we from Louisiana. Me and from Louisiana, so of course we jammed to some Hurricane back in the day. But you have you have a hit song. You know, uh, now it's 2010, 2011. You know, you're doing all these eye shows. Now, let's speed up to Walk Out the Bank. I know that Walk Out the Bank. Yo, I remember. Remember, you had just started coming to me around that time. Like, right before yeah. it blew yeah. up. So, how did that feel, yeah, right? bro, to, to get that reception from a song years after, you know, you had a big hit, top 10 hit? How did that feel, bro? It had to feel great, but how, how did you feel in that moment when you found out, man, this song doing this many numbers? Yeah, and it was like getting that same love. Man, um, you know, I, I pray a lot, and, and I was just, you know, got one night that the next time I give it to you, you're not going to know you got it. I just really, I didn't, I didn't know. I really didn't know until I would go performing, until I went online and saw mm -hmm. all the numbers, saw people actually jamming it. Uh, okay. Right. Real. This is real. But it never hit me like, I'm back. We good. We got we got right, one right. again. Because it's just the game that changed now. Find this one, one hit, you know, crazy record. More unless it's like a crazy. But it's just um, it was it was it was lovely, bro. I, I felt like, but I wasn't I wasn't done. I, I really wasn't done. I, I, I really wish it's a Halle Berry, of course, but nothing will. And that's what I had nah. to realize is like one of the that was a moment. Yeah, that's that that's something I wanted to ask you. You you did the because like you say. You didn't make those type of beats normally. You was on some New York East Coast type shit. So uh, you to make that beat and you don't normally do beats like that, and it blow. That's a moment in time, bro. That's lightning in the bottle, and that's what they say. Some shit like that, lightning in the bottle. <laughs> that's catching lightning in the bottle. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's why you can't for years from from old up to 2020 when I made that. I actually made walk out the bank. In COVID, uh, yeah, right, right, and uh, um, to that time period, that whole all those what I was chasing, I was chasing Halle Berry's success, right? Not knowing that, you know, I just, just need to make another something. Thing. You know, it ain't gonna be Halle Berry. It's infectious, as but it's gonna be something else, right? You know, and that's what got the back something else it, it propelled me to somewhere else that i'm about to go so right. it was just lovely you know even getting the attention again just a little bit i got a taste it's, like i said the game is different now so mm -hmm. you know you don't just have really have like 10 of those and right. then you feel the success yeah. of, of may have felt with Halle Berry. so the game is different that's all Constantly change. Do you do you do you wish maybe that 
the success wouldn't as wouldn't have been as instant sometimes like it would have been more gradually like with your career oh, wow. or do you or do you like do you look back and say you know what that's how it was supposed to happen you know i was supposed to to get this big so i could so i could see how it was and then that kind of over the, over the years yes i do but <clears throat> as i started getting older i was like man you know what that, that was a i think it just needs to be where it's at it's, it's like it's like one of those classic movies that you never ever remake minister society it can't be okay. a minister you know what i'm saying it's just one of those and that's what it is it's just a boys in the hood it's a minister society. you can't redo it bro it's just like yeah because even with me not being uh even with that's full it's like everybody in the music industry that i i met at that time, i still talk to today this day so i got hella couldn't label connect dj hated me back then love me today every promoter every model yeah you know what i'm saying i get love from everybody like that is a legend now i'm looked at as like somebody who's important to the culture you know what i mean no. Like, you a Texas legend, my nigga. You a Texas legend, man. You fat pimp. Y'all boys are Texas legends, man, in the rap game. No doubt. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt. And that, so when I look at it like that today, they're like, man, that was a moment in time. And, you know, you can't touch it no more. You it no more. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't recreate that. Let it be what right. it is. Yep. Amazing. It happened. And shit, literally six months, years, bro. It, it was, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I recorded at the end of '07. I was performing in, in, on the BET Awards the summer of '09, towards the summer of '08. Six months, you know, yeah, like, like it's just so much shit, and I, I just didn't know maybe. Where for, for the backlash of the moves I was making, making with the song, you know, who, who was I was involving with it, and, and you know, I never was prepared with, with the backlash. Even the backlash within my clique, within my crew, you know, because you know, I, oh no, <laughs> but, you know, what I'm saying, but you like, it's a bittersweet moment. You know, but it's like I honestly that record wouldn't have went gold if it wasn't distributed with her through Hurricane. I'm right. even just yeah. keeping keeping it real, bro. Now I'm in the nah, music. I'm in making music and I, hell yeah, nigga, get that record of Hurricane. What the fuck you mean? Right. You get the right. You get the classic record. They sharing that shit on shade room and shit. They doing TikToks. And no. That's what I was gonna get to. Look how what is it? Years, Thirteen years ago, you made that. Not fourteen years ago. Come on, and fourteen. It, it just blew yeah. up on TikTok. What is that yeah. last year? Mm -hmm. Just yeah. last year. Bro, that's what I was gonna get to. That's Bastard, G. Like blow to my horn and say it, but this is probably one of the longest lasting that 
like one of them at least i'm gonna say one of them i'm not gonna say the i don't want to i'm gonna say one of them one of the top ones and they don't want yeah. to admit it because it was given to hurricane but nah, this is where it, this is one of the places it started dallas started yeah. clean Dallas, straight like straight like that so yeah. you know I, I just look at it like now we look at it like oh it's a legendary dallas song down here but rest of the world it's you know legendary record it's a classic right to this day bro they did a line dance to it just you see, you see I this seen you i seen you who can again shout out to all my white folk man shout out to all Look. my white folks trying to dance man shout out to them man <laughs> who comes and says something again about about it Halle berry herself retweets it she was on Ellen with it, dancing to it. She's been supporting the record since day one. To it on Ellen, like that's love, man. Like, that's and, bro. and I'm gonna tell you when that happened. Video, like, oh, maybe like like two weeks before we shot the video. The Ellen, the Ellen episode. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So she was on it pretty early, as far as nationally. Mm -hmm. She was because the record. Early. Was, you gotta remember. Before we started the video, the record was in. Like, yeah. Right, right, right. And then we had to shoot the video, and, and then the label was mad. Um, the label was mad because they said she said my name in the interview. They said Ooh. they said my name multiple times in the interview between her and and she was like, was it superstar, superstar? Then they said Hurricane Chris. Wow, Hurricane Chris, and. So so they were pissed about that. So that's why they, if you pay attention to the video, you know, they cut me out of the, it's like 17 seconds of it. Oh, um, I think I, yeah, 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 so, man. Yeah. So she said, yeah, I'm, like, I'm on, I know, I know this was a little early in the game, but shit, you, you saw her dancing to the sun. Did you ever, did you ever shoot that shot, man? Did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, you know, I made that specifically for you. I'm you know? superstar, by the way. I'm superstar. I, I think <laughs> uh, she, commented, she commented on something I wrote maybe go, and she's commented on something before, before but uh, um, okay. not, and I've met a lot of people. I've shook, I've shook hands with Beyonce. I've met her. You know I'm saying, oh, shit. Hell, yeah, I've met a lot. Lot of fucking people, bro. But and, I, and uh, uh, Jill Scott, I you, did that you, did you get starstruck. I, I could when you're in that room with them, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want to be the only one, hey, man, out. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to that, that shit up, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time, you gotta keep you it gotta, inside. man. You, you and it's so holding inside, man, bro. It's this fucking so thing. fucking hard. So hard because um I can't remember the little uh VH1 star model chick that was popping back then. Uh, um Tila Tequila. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had the girls I, in the I met her too. And I, I mean that's when she was she in that time. So yeah. I was like, you know, to kind of start stroke with her, but to chunk that shit. Up, I had to act professional because right, what, 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 what Wayne said on that Drake song. 
<laughs> Which one? <laughs> I think he was in the house like Tila Tequila. Or some Ooh, shit. Like yeah, hey, man. She had about 20 of them in there. Yeah. You gotta act professional because just, you'll just look right. lame. Yeah, look, at the, at yeah. the same time, that's work for them, you know, when they... Right, 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 right. It's working. It's work. Yeah, but then, oh. like, you don't kill your chances of working with them because... Or do right. They're going to be like, oh, well, he ain't going to really be paying attention to what we're doing because he's going to be too busy trying to get an autograph and shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, one so, thing definitely autograph, nigga. <laughs> man, so... I know you got you got you know good recognition. You said you was doing shows when it first got popping and everything. What was the check like when it really when you first got that first royalty check? Was it was it hey? Was it like hey? <laughs> it's not what you think. Nah. <laughs> so most of them already say it's about being on that road. Money. I mean. I probably made like, mm, I probably made close to thousand touring, just off you know making the show money. Yeah. But my first song over the hurricane was ten grand, and then I got, got money after that. I was just getting four. I my rate went from twenty five hundred to four every other night. Every literally, I would do about. I was at about five shows a week, mm. and that was like a, a. I didn't stop for like so. That's where I got my money from. That's that's really where the money came from. But that shit it got crazy in the in the legal side. So pretty much it was about uh, shit. How much? I want to say is a little, maybe two hundred thousand tied up, because the row came back. He he at this time the row had uh, ice cream paint job. He was booming already. So doing this and mine is like like doing this at mm. the same time. It, so the and people don't notice that when there's a dispute over monies and the um the recording in the uh, the recording academy freezes all release of royalties right hmm. they like hey until y'all figure it out ain't nobody getting no money yeah ain't nobody so from 09 to 2012 nobody got money after that hmm. really that's when that's when the show slowed down and my de- Klein, I went down to, I went back to being a regular nigga. That great, bro. You would never be regular, man. Hell nah. You would never be regular. You do something great. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't look at that with honest though, man. Like, I feel like people put so much on being famous. I mean, it's a lot of people walking around now that's famous on Instagram and Twitter, but they ain't got no fucking money. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Different that fame. Well, I ain't gonna say fame is different because it's always been like that. Like you can be yeah. to be famous. You had no money. It was just like people thought you had money, right? And they were just so I got a lot of free shit. Like 
Okay, I was getting shit free most of the time, but yeah, I had it on me. I just didn't have no, no royalty money. And so mm -hmm. when the when it ran out, because you paying bills, you living, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Over time, royalty money is the big check. That's the one that's going to really keep you, you know. Take care of you. Right. Yeah. And so as time went on, oh man, um, um, we I ended up having to. I was I was working. Now I'm where I'm working. I was working at the Houston Zoo, and I actually negotiated where I could negotiate my contract to get out of my contract with playing skills. Locked me in a, a my production contract, and, and to get out, I had to pay twenty five. I think twenty five thirty thousand dollars. And um, do do that. I had to negotiate. I would go on my lunch break at work and negotiate a contract that I had to sign with a publishing company. This publishing company was so they tried to get me on my contract that they offered me sixty grand and uh, thirty of it out. The other thirty got got divided up between me, uh, my man and my lawyers. I had to pay my lawyer fees. So my first check, it was 2012, and it was only about nine grand. Wow. <laughs> first check. Yeah. yeah. So it was like nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And at this point, like, I ain't had no bread. Like, all my show, you know, everything I was doing, tricking it off. Paying bills, I had a keeping up the lifestyle, man. When you when you're in that, yeah, you're in that school, man, you know, yeah. it's hard not to. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you you just I'm getting shows every now and then. You know, the shows haven't. So now we at like I get like maybe a show a week. You know, mm. from Lucky or shows from Lucky, and and uh, I was just kind of like. You know, I really started. Okay, now I can. You know, I got a little something to get back. Give me some equipment. So I went back to square one. I, I really was. I really was twenty three, back in the position where I was at when I, I was, like thirteen. Back up. I had to build a studio. I had to learn how to record myself. I had to learn how to. The thing I knew was to make music. Right, I know right. how to make beats. I, know how to, I just had to get the equipment. So I just scratch, man. I, and, you know. But you had that knowledge, though. You had that knowledge a little bit about the game work. I, I had the yeah. knowledge. I had the connects. Yeah, all yeah. my connects from the labels and everybody was still far. I had the, uh, the name, um, the likeness. So I still had a lot of working for me. That's yeah. why I was still old every now and then. A new record, me they chat. We was working overtime. I'm trying to work a new record, and it just wasn't working. So right. I had to relocate to Dallas and shit. And yeah, man, I was just doing my thing, bro. This this fucking was the the real issue because you know with the money I would raise my family and do my music. 
shit. So right. it was fucking right. hard. You got to learn that out early. So then I was like, man, I, I need a fucking investor. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and then like years later, but you know, I started to really, that's the brown period about the music industry and how it works and what you actually need to make this shit. And then the, the independent stage, it was just like, whoa, whoa, okay. So now I gotta know how to, that's what it is. You're running a business, you're running a brand, you gotta promote the brand, you gotta create the brand, you have right. to do shit. And I'm just like, fuck. It's a different mindset, bro. It's it's a different mindset. Um, I live this shit every day. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I always tell some people, man, like that have regular jobs, like you don't know the mindset of an entrepreneur unless you're living it every day, and you don't have, you know, you got to come out here every day and get it. You can't wait on nobody to or have somebody tell you, hey, make sure you clock in, man, or make sure you be here at this time. Nah, make you sure gotta make sure you be there at that time. You gotta make sure of that shit. So yeah. it's just a different mindset. Um, but hell yeah, man. Um, like I say, bro, I I applaud you from sticking with it. Um, and I think your story um it can help a lot of up and coming shit, not just rappers, entrepreneurs that's trying to, you know, maybe they can learn something from you uh not getting that ownership early you know sometimes we just don't know what we don't know you know what i'm saying so um and it's proven that you a solid individual because like you say 14 15 years later you still got relationships with those same people you know what i'm saying yeah that that prove you a solid individual bro that's yeah man appreciate that i'm important under the rug man building those relationships that's hell yeah feel that you're in that helps you exactly yeah man this is like i was able to offer more of myself to the game and what to to able to do and it was i mean i've had a lot of great moments uh don't get me wrong throughout the 11 to now man i've i've done some shit bro like the people that i've met along the way niggas like mark pitts and who signed biggie and sign, you know, R. Kelly and uh, uh he signed who? Who he signed? <laughs> 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 that I, Wayne Williams, man. <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> yeah, just for them, I played records for. I just ran into so many people, bro. Like so, so funny, you know. Looking at my career. And, and and how it's you know, it's I I don't honestly think I would do it any other way. Right. Like, hey, man. Like, I really don't. I like it because I, I feel like never never getting uh have talents with means not don't mean you're not gonna know, but that a nigga who who's experienced something know a little bit more than a nigga who hasn't. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Nigga, if a nigga go through the water and say, nigga, snakes in that water I've been in, I'm listening to him. I'm not yeah. listening to the nigga saying, nah, that water, I, yeah, it's right. The nigga who been in there said, it's snakes in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah. what's up. So, yeah. yeah I'm, like, I'm saying, I'm the one that been in that water. I know. Yeah. 
Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah. like you said, bro, you know, it's a situation. When I seen my, that record go old, I was just like, this got to be something in a while. Like, <laughs> right. Bro, like, right. all the shit that this has been through. Right. This is perfect. They now I, I can seal the coffin. Like I right. can. I don't even want, want nothing to do negative with that record. That record is it did what it did. Now it's gold. So we can Blue leave five. it alone. Yes, we can move on. And uh, uh, yeah, bro, that's it. So yeah. one one question I have, you know, you done your producing thing as well. Uh, any any ventures, uh, any songs that you were a part of making beats that that kind of helped you carry along to where you are right now in your career as well. Uh, yeah, probably I know because uh, um, they be just because I, I I made beats for the convenience of myself. Okay. I don't really try to like get them out. Um, but I I produce with uh in the Saint Lunatics. Um, I produced some with Paul Wall, uh, one twelve on one of my records. Okay. Um, I, I produced some records for Cat DJ Chose. Um, I can't, can't remember local uh, niggas I've done records for. Of course, Fat Pimp. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Bro, it's, it's some niggas that have some of my beats, like the Frankie niggas. I don't know. If Y'all remember that? Oh yeah, got him hollering out, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that shit. Before they, blew up, before they blew up, they used to come to PV. They wasn't there. so, you know, we all cool. I, I produced records for them. Uh, um, just I've done a lot of records for niggas, bro. I just be sending beats out, attention who I be sending. Beats to this shit sometimes, <laughs> yeah, right. but yeah, so you said you always steady working, staying consistent. That's that's the bigger thing that I'm seeing. I just never, um, I mean, like you said, bro, like I said, bro, 10 years old, I think there is a point, I don't think there's nothing that will stop me from doing it at that point. It's like half my life, right? You know what I'm saying? So even. Even if you come up, you break my shit, all I'm gonna do is just go by. <laughs> it's just, it's not it's like a it's like an undeniable love. It's not even like yeah. even if I, I'd still be doing it. Like I'm just not really it's in my DNA. It's not theme for me. You know, it's not one of those things yeah. where I'm, I'm gonna do for twenty years and stop. Like a lot of these things like, gonna, for twenty some years, maybe 15, maybe 10, and they're going to stop. They're going to jump right. no money. It ain't, do, it ain't where they at in life. That don't happen with me. Right. You know what I mean? It never happened with me. I'm going to be doing this shit until I'm... Because I can I can produce shit as long as I want. There ain't no age limit behind the board. Right. It's 60-year-old right. nigga. It's and still writing records. Yeah. I think you just described <laughs> no, the difference like, between an artist and a rapper. Yeah, an artist does have a time limit because simply because Jay-Z. Everybody's not going to be 
able to be 50 and still produce Dre. that, that swag. Yeah, no, just Jay. Jay is the only 50 plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Year. What is he, 30 he years in? Still, yeah, he can still carry a rap career. Six. We, we still getting the same. We, we still getting reasonable doubt, Jay-Z. Like, it's swagger. You got a point. You know what I'm saying? 50. My dad name is 50. Mm-hmm. And he got money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so it's not, it's very, very, all the niggas from his time period, where they at? Yeah. Where they, they at? Gone, man. They ain't around. They, uh, they grandpas, they kids rapping now, so they feel like they can do it. Jay-Z is the only artist artist who can still walk around like an artist. Release album. I say Snoop too. Snoop too. Snoop. Well, he he, okay. he very much yeah, on different and everything as far as business. But. Yeah, guys. Snoop, Jay, Nas. Yeah. Um. Nas is uh wanted for. I mean, uh, nominated for a Grammy. The last one. I think he just uh, won one. Um, he just won the first one. Right. For facts. You got crazy. You got Dre, uh, uh Dre, fucking um, um, well, well, him ain't been around quite as long as Dre as uh, Jay. Nah, I'm talking like niggas who came out in 90s, 95, 96 and shit. Okay, okay. Right. It was like 99, 98, something like that. Nah, uh, he was out. Reasonable doubt came out. So, naming all the niggas from 96, Puffy don't. Don't count because he he's an entertainer. I'm talking rappers, straight ball okay. rappers. He only he's got Snoop, Dre, J. That's about it. I don't think Ooh. I know nobody else. These niggas that went off and did their own thing. You got the locks, uh, Kiss, Daddy. Yeah. But them niggas not old, like, yeah, Jay is 53. Like, you know, so when I say that, I say that to like basically, it's not a lot of niggas who are gonna be doing this shit for a long, long time because it don't live in them. Like, a lot of these niggas is rapping only now because the shit is when I was rapping, when I started rapping in high school, nigga, do you know niggas you? To allow one to be a famous rapper, like it was so far fetched, and that niggas would laugh in my face, like, "Yeah, you good, nigga, but you ain't that." Like, unfathomable, you know, it's unfathomable. Yeah. Like to, to say you gonna and just so, be, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And so to see that I, I made it, them niggas still be shocked. I, I was just in math class with you, bro. I ain't, you was rapping, writing rhymes. I remember that shit. I didn't know you was going to turn it right. out. This. And right. So, yeah. I'm just a walking to, no, nigga, this shit real. When you make it, you make it. Like, right. But, but I'm just, I'm, it ain't no fad with me. For real. Nah, I, like right. I like it. Brody, Brody, man. We so appreciate you stopping by, man. Like I said, bro, I, um, I appreciate you, man. Uh, I think, like I said, I think it's uh it's important 
that somebody like you, all the shit you've been through with the music career and all of that, the rap, you know, the song or whatever, and now you still doing your shit, you still getting validated from shit you didn't done years ago. Um, I think that speaks to you know your impact that you had on the music game and who you are as a person, man. Um, but shit, like I say, bro, we appreciate you coming through. Rod, you had any last thoughts, man? Nah, man, this is a great interview, man. Great, um, great show. I feel like I learned a lot. You're you gonna help me on my musical journey. Uh, I just want to say, appreciate you, everybody. Go get that this time. I mean, business, my boy, I'm, Sufi. I'm here still here. Here. Um, and yeah, man, this year, gold medalist. I'm pretty much celebrating the, the gold. So I'll be y'all gonna, y'all gonna get y'all gonna get a taste of some different kind of music coming out now this year man for sure for sure for sure, for sure. the advice that's i want to give out i want to just you know just stick with that shit bro i know you say you rapping and shit but mm-hmm. um you know is this shit is, is is no different from any business learn or pay attention to fuck what everybody else think it's not a if you if you you're a salesman, you are a salesman. You make your product is your, your music. Focus on the product. If you have bad, you're trying to sell it. You, you become a bad businessman. Right. And people will remember you for those bad product. But if you have good product, you can market the shit, and it'll go. Where product is the music. Even yeah. if you were selling soap. You gotta convince me that it's your soul, not better than the nigga next door. So, dove, nigga, right. <laughs> be your competition, be the niggas that you idolize. Yeah, you can listen to them niggas, but just know, I'm coming for you, nigga. That's how. You- right, 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 right. I fuck with that. Yes, sir. That's a wrap for episode five, man. Appreciate y'all. Rich dreams. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe.